It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd, plus... You're loving him, Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah! Here we are. It's the ultimate Cleveland sports show. We were supposed to be four. We're only two, but in a few seconds, we're going to be three. Who will mysteriously sit in the middle seat? Will it be? Oh, it's good. Oh, there goes. <laughs> oh, oh, my oh, God. Oh, oh, Take legs, it easy over here. Holy moly. Am I here? I like okay. That I'm was good. almost an Instagram video of G going through the wall. I, really, I mean, that I like was very close. What's this hoodie you guys Guys, Mike comes oh, back fire in like right here. days. Can we not this fire right here. put this back on, Oh, man. my gosh. Your garage well, we don't can't work. hear you until you got the mic yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Your garage don't work. Yeah. It's snowing outside. <laughs> Give me crazy TV right Give me together. Wait a minute. This is crazy TV right here. He's a mess. You know, nobody believed it. I got the furthest like, drive, and I was here all the time. That's right. That's, that's right. Bro. We're like, that's good for you. Gene calls. He's like, we're in traffic. We're all like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, traffic. I come from far away. I'm in South Euclid. <laughs> now that, well, now that we know that G is the final person here today, that yeah. means there's only one guy that isn't here today. Uh, and it's a re- and it's a very good reason why you know Jay Jay is allegedly sick Alleg- allegedly yeah I don't know where it's just I, it just crept up on him you know coincidentally <laughs> he was eliminated from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show Fantasy League Woo! yesterday mm. and right now you're looking at three of the four finalists on the set here today this is and it you know what hurt his heart is because yes. he left his boy yeah. On the Baker Mayfield. He talks Baker up so much. And he, mm. Yeah, he had him on the would he, would he have won with the difference of matter? Yeah, he yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. sure. seven points. Yeah, yeah, How much did points. you lose by? How much did I, I win mean, by? Win I don't by know. I want to say about 10. I'm going to say like 12, 14. Drew Locke put the dagger in when he threw it. He I know. JSCF for Taco Bucks. By uh, the you way. know, by the way, you know, he he, he threw a son under a bus. Oh, he yeah. Def- oh, he definitely did. Under the bus. Hey, 100%. Dad is under the crazy. Bus but Jay, Jay admitted he's a baker, bro. He, he finally admitted it. He finally admitted it in our text group. He goes, I, I would have started Baker. I'm a Baker, bro, but that's what happens when you have co-owners. Oh my, my son God. didn't want to start him. He I threw man. his son under the bus. Hurt his heart. <laughs> How does it hurt? It's 30, he had 37 points or something stupid. He yeah. played the game of his life. Perfect game. Perfect, Perfect QBR, I think. Perfect QBR. All right, let's figure this out here. So, Tyvis won by uh, about 12 and a half points. Oh, yeah. yeah he would And if he would have started – well, he would have started him over Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. 1952. Yes, he would have had 18, uh, about 17 more points. You would have lost by four if he had started Baker. All he had to do was start Baker. That's crazy. Yeah. His heart is hurt. <laughs> His heart is hurt. That's oh, <laughs> what it is now. Man. Off to executive, executive Steve. We got to get you. I got yeah. I got to find a way. I, your team is really good. <laughs> but I got to find a way. So the final four, it'll be 
Tyvis against executive producer Steve, and then G. Bush and I, we we matched matched up in the semifinals last year. And I lost. You had the better team all year, and but I, I beat lost. you in the playoffs. He did. He did. I, and I don't we'll like see that. what happens this year, but uh, it should be an interesting matchup. This it's it's exciting times right now. It is, it is. for y'all. Mine's is uh, Steve. Yeah, lacking some confidence Steve, there. Steve's team is nice. I don't know how Steve got this off. I really don't. Steve's team is stacked. His he team is ridiculous. What's funny is Mikey McNuggets had the best team all <laughs> year. Yeah, he did. And then the last two weeks, he fell apart, fell out of the top <laughs> spot, had to play in the first round, and I beat him by, I think I beat him by like 20. Also and, conveniently. Not here today. Why? That's, that's true. true. I was that's just close to that. That's true. All of a sudden, in the middle of the week, he in New Jersey. Wow. Wow. Christmas. It, it's Christmas time. That is, that's that's kind of strange. Crazy. Yeah. Christmas time. Yeah. Anna, Anna Browns is winning. Both skinny white dudes are missing. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's not a good day for skinny white dudes. Yeah, the it's bad, bad, bad look, man. Bad look, man. Hey, we got a lot to get to today, guys. Because Go ahead, Anthony. Oh, I was just yeah. going to say, gee, I do have your giveaway ready when you're ready. Oh, yeah, let's go ahead. <laughs> what are you giving away? Yeah, what so, are you giving so shout away? out. This is a new shirt right here, man. This is, this, this is my cart. These are my characters right here. So you By the way, is it wrong that I'm thinking she's hot? Like, no, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm money? No, that's honey. She's, uh, she's Paxton. She's a, she's a honey bear. So this is the new joint. This is new joint. I gotta this, get this. This is this is this is for it's the on, ladies. It's on sale already. Yeah, yeah. I got this for the ladies. The ladies. Yeah, this is a cool sweatshirt. Yeah, I, these are my characters. This is G Money. This is the Grinch's cousin. He's stingy all year round. Here's the Kool-Aid man, my man. Ice Pack, you see him. Kool-Aid Mafia's in the building. He's a scat back receiver type. You got the dog down there. You see it? And then my man, Paxton, he's been there since day one. He's a big homie, big dog right here. Paxton the Panda, you see it right here. So, you know what I'm saying? This, you know, this is this is the crew right here. Dog Pound. You got, dog. wait a minute, G-Money like off of New Jack City? G-Money. You, you know hilarious. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? And my, my brother's keeper is hilarious, yes, man. So, so yeah, you got these these gifts, and, and these going this going to um, come into a this is like a cartoon skit. I'm trying to figure out if I want to be serious with it and, mm-hmm. and do like a Family Guy type joint, but uh, the animation is kind of expensive, so I'm gonna save it. So yeah, these are my characters. So this but, is the shirt that you giving away. No, nah, this ain't the, this ain't the uh, you know, <laughs> Go ahead, run, go run the one. Can you run the slide that I'm giving away? What is he giving away? I've already given oh, the Grinch like Christmas that. away. Oh, so, is this okay? Hold on, so, I'll give you the other one. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm gonna get. I, I, I'm gonna read them out though. Well, go that. Go back to that one. <laughs> yeah, go back to that so one. So we can see who won. So shout out to Eric Peters, <laughs> uh, John Smirk, uh, Noel Hackworth, uh, Steve Royer, Brian Cherry, um, Bonnie. Uh, um, Bonnie Via, I don't. She hasn't replied yet. So okay. if you know Bonnie out there, tell her to hit me up at G Bush ninety one. Michael Longley in Tampa Bay, Jay's old stumping ground. Kenesha Colaby or Colbelay or whatever it is. I haven't got yours. <laughs> and Elizabeth uh, Perona. That's crazy. Paraline, yeah. I got three people that ain't reached out, but these other three of those too. six people that we know where they're from are Wait, from out of state. How did they win these? Uh, all you do, well, you gotta listen, man. So basically, if you listen to my um, show, the barbershop, I give out a code word of the day. All you gotta do is hit me up at Eagles ninety one, put the code word in the line, and you get you automatic go. raffle. So I haven't done. I, those are the people coming up. And then the next graphic, this is the shirt I'm giving away, Tyvis. The Mafia yes. Kool-Aid. Yes, this right purple here. Purple joint. Oh, Great. Yeah, this is, this is, so people, like G. Bush, that's Ravens colors. I said, let me explain to you. This right here is a purple playoff pack hoodie <laughs> right now. So listen, the Ravens stole our, our colors and flipped it yeah. and won a Super Bowl. 
We stole Joe Flacco, <laughs> took their colors, flipped it, made the playoffs. Purple pack hoodies, you'll find out who won those coming up on Thursday. We'll let you know who, who got those. By the way, for some reason, when I saw those, I thought of Jamarcus Russell. I did, that's stupid. When I, I, the first time I said it, <laughs> yeah, I thought of the same thing. Maybe because it's black, because he was with the Raiders and then the purple. And the purple, remember, it was, the, it was like something about purple drank. Or purple lean. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the that's lean. that. Yeah, I yeah, that's I don't that. Remember the don't worry about that. what's in my cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. double double cups, <laughs> two, two styrofoam right, so cups. Another chance to win. So how do people win those? So so I'm announcing those winners. So the, okay. after the post game show, yeah, um, I said, you know, I was excited. I said I'm gonna give five of these away. Okay, I'm gonna give five of these away. And basically, I told him, send the code word Flacco to uh, to to gbush ninety one hotmail dot com. Yeah, I, the whole thing flooded. I got five uh, winners, and we're going to announce those on Thursday coming up on the show. Okay, cool. So, and again, so that the next barbershop is Thursday. Next barbershop is Thursday. By the way, while we're promoting, I'm going to say that for the first time ever, I'm doing a live episode of my podcast, The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, today at five p.m. Eventually, I want to do it where I'm going to bring callers or listeners on the show with me to ask questions. Ah. But we're going to we're going to walk before we can run. So uh, <laughs> I like that. I'll take your your questions via the chat. But uh, today at 5 p.m. make sure you join me for that. Divis, you got anything to promote? Doing Browns post game this week? I am doing Browns post game. I heard you with Jeff Phelps. I did earlier. Oh, day. you, you yeah, look I, at I, you. I, I was in the car. I was I went. Yeah, yeah. I, look, when I get excited, I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm a creep or a lame. Like yeah. when the Browns win, I listen to everything. Yeah, you're right. So I go watch Bulls blog. I go listen. To, I get in the car, go listen to Tyvis. And then I, I, when I'm in the car, I'm like half listening a little bit. So I listen to everybody when they win. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. By the oh. way, that could be a TV show, the new version of The Odd Couple, Jeff Phelps and Tyvis. Uh, <laughs> that would be a funny show. Jeff was cracking Je- up. Jeff is, Jeff is a, a very funny, interesting guy. Yeah. He's hilarious, actually. He's a character. He is. If y'all don't know, Jeff, Jeff Phelps is funny. When, uh, when he's funnier off-air than he is on his Yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, he's a little racier. But uh, anyway, Anthony, go ahead. What do you got? Yeah, don't worry. I have something to promo today, too, guys. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's absolutely no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and way more. So you guys can visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. And if Ken, we've got our mugs. Tyvis, you're seeing yours yes, for the first I time. I did see mugs. Our mugs. Jason's wife, Alessia, made these for all of us. Very cool. We're very appreciative of that. It's, it's a very cool thing. It's hot, it's hot chocolate season, so it I'm is. definitely going to use it this. It certainly is. And uh, we got Mary Kate Cabot coming on today. Sean Merriman, an all-time great defensive player. He's coming on with us today. Uh, so, a lot to get to. We're going to talk Pro Bowl and who on the Browns should be considered for Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. We start to look ahead a little bit to the Texans coming up. Mm-hmm. We'll see Jay Stroud. The Texans just won this past week. Mm-hmm. We'll see Jay Stroud play. I think that's still 
up oh, in the air. I went man. through some of the playoff scenarios. By oh the yeah, way, you guys. gave us a whole paragraph. Of- yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was. I don't know if I tweeted it at all, but I put it in our group chat. And uh, let me just start there yeah. for a minute because people were asking, could the Browns clinch this week? Technically, they can't clinch this week. I didn't find a scenario. I was running through the New York Times playoff simulator. I was trying to find a scenario they could clinch this week. Technically, they can't. However, if they win this week, they have a 99% chance of making the playoffs. Wow. So, while it's not – well, they technically – there's probably like a, you know, 15 games that would have to go against them in the final two weeks or the final three weeks. But they basically clinch, but not for sure. And the path to winning the division is not crazy. Browns have to win out, and they need the Ravens to lose to the Niners this week, which I think most of us would say that's realistic. Mm -hmm. And then they have to lose to either Miami or Pittsburgh. They don't have to lose both. They can lose one of those two. If If the Browns win out and the Ravens lose to San Francisco and either Miami or Pittsburgh, the Browns would win the division. That's crazy. That's and it sounds very doable. It's not insane. Yes. Yeah, I mean, what's the hardest part of that? Because the Browns are. Uh, I haven't checked the updated spread. We'll look at FanDuel in a minute. As of <laughs> yesterday, I think they were a one-point dog in Houston. If Stroud doesn't play, it'll probably eventually the Browns will be favored. Uh, the Browns will be favored next week at home against the Jets. Depending on how the Bengals play the next two weeks, the Browns could be a slight dog in Cincinnati. But even if they are, it's probably one or two points, maybe it's pick them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all three of these games are win- very winnable for the Browns. Yeah. Baltimore, I think we all think they're going to lose. I think the toughest thing is Baltimore losing to Miami at home yes. or at Pittsburgh. Now, I, I, I don't think Pittsburgh is very good right now, guys, but uh, but Pittsburgh is always tricky with Baltimore. I think it depends. Yeah. On, that's the last game of the season? Yeah. Uh, it depends on what they record because, you know, Mike Tomlin never wants to finish under five, right. which he has never done. So, if it comes to that game where yeah. <laughs> you're sitting at eight and eight, like, they're going to go all and out. Pittsburgh could still be alive for the playoffs yeah. for a wild card themselves. If, if, you are, if you are the Ravens, the only thing I could think about if I was a Baltimore Ravens fan was please don't get injured. You play three teams. These team, these games all count for these other teams. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not like at the end of the season where people don't have their guys in. These guys are going to be ready to play. And my thing is that the, the Ravens are playing their best football, I think, because they are the most healthy out of a lot of guys. Yeah. Take a look at their defense. I haven't seen very yeah. many guys off their defense. Lamar no, they Jack, haven't. They, Lamar, they've lost Mark Andrews. That's yeah, a big that, loss. That's a big one. And they just this week lost Keaton Mitchell. He's done for the season. Lo- that, that hurts a little but bit. But they haven't. But you're right. By and large, I mean, there's not a lot of fully healthy teams. It, it, you know, they likely came out of anywhere. He was unlikely to be likely a good contributor. Hmm. And he just pulls up. Hmm. Um, I would have, you know, I would appreciate him on my fantasy team. Like. I mean, we could the trade deadline. <laughs> I can't trade now. You ain't going to use him. Here's the thing. From the time this, from, from now, from the time you got him last week to the end of the year, you're not going to use him. Charles, why we do an illegal move. I drop him. <laughs> you drop your dude. And then we tell each other we're going to drop and then pick him up at the same time. Does that work? No, because you probably higher on the on the waiver line. Yeah, you're right. Because now on the waiver <laughs> list, that, yeah, you're right. But no, but I will I will say this though. Yeah, I would I you know I would not want to get Lamar Jackson hurt. And and I'm gonna ask you guys this question too: Is yeah. there is, is there a way that the Browns would be locked into one of the positions? Because a lot of people are wondering, hey, you know, if we get locked into a position, 
Is it? Can we rest some guys? Would you rest some guys? I, I would. <laughs> I, I would definitely rest if the Browns are locked into a position. Uh, yeah, I mean, if let's say the Brown, I mean, if the Browns, let's say the Browns win their next two and the Ravens win their next two, you they'll people? probably be locked into the fifth spot. I would think. Mm-hmm. You know, so. even if they wasn't locked in. They should, as long as they locked into the playoffs. Right, right. I think. But if you have a chance to win the division, you're going to play. Yes. Yes. But if you locked into the play, like if you can't win the division and right. you're locked into the playoffs. Right. It doesn't matter. Five or six. It does, yeah, 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 it doesn't yeah. matter. So, yeah, you're going to rest. Right. But uh, what's interesting also, I don't want to go through the scenarios of this because we got a lot to get to. The, if the Browns win out, even the one seed is not off the table right now. Really? The one seed is not off the table because there's it, a lot that has to happen. Like the Dolphins will have to lose some games. The Dolphins, I think the Dolphins would only have to lose one. And they play the Bills the last game of the season. Well, and they play the Ravens. Yeah, they do. So, in a, but in we, a, we need the Ravens. To right. Lose. But let's say the Ravens <laughs> lose to the Niners and Steelers and then beat the Dolphins. You could end up with a scenario and the Chiefs need to lose a game. So there's a lot that has to happen. But the Chiefs, you know, who knows? The Chiefs aren't playing great football. Maybe, uh, maybe Cincinnati will win that game. There possible? you go. It's possible. The Bengals yeah, well, are playing Jamar pretty well Chase, right now. Jamar Chase is Although out Jamar Chase is hurt. And the Bengals were, outside of Burrow, were completely healthy. Yeah. And now they lost Reader and Chase. Yeah. Um, Chase is not done for the year, probably, but yeah. who knows. But anyway, uh, and you know what? You can't write off any team with injuries right now because we've seen so much crazy stuff. The good thing about the Browns, though, is that, yeah, they dealt with probably the most injuries, yeah. but... They're used to it now. You know, these other teams are true. scrambling like, oh, my God, <laughs> we we lost this guy. We don't yeah. know what to do. The no, Browns is like, point. we've been dealing with it all year, so we good. Like, another so guy they, hurt? Oh, yeah, yeah they, got, they got the leg up in that event. Yeah, in yeah that they category. certainly are. All right, guys, let's switch it up. So, yesterday, Tyvis, you weren't here. We, we were talking some Pro Bowl stuff, guys that could potentially make the Pro Bowl. Uh, we're going to save JOK for the end, right, Anthony? Yeah. Okay. So, we talked about JOK. So, are you going to bring guys up, or do you want me to just bring the guys up? You, I'm going to let you guys run with this one. I do have Mikey McNugget's list. He texted me, and I think he's missing somebody. So, we can get to that, too. Okay, let, let's start, guys, because on, on offense. Because I mentioned this yesterday. We didn't really have much time to talk about it. Who you got? But, but I got one offensive player on this team. And maybe maybe Wyatt Teller, Petonio, I don't know. But probably not. Probably not Petonio. But uh, I got an offensive player that's a Pro Bowler to me, and that's David Njoku. Think about the AFC because the best tight ends. So you have you obviously you got Kelsey. He's going to the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. You, the next best tight ends are Hawkinson. He's going. He's going, but that's NFC. That's NFC. Sam Laporta, the rookie for Detroit. He's, he's going. That's, that's NFC. NFC. George Kittle's had a monster second half. <laughs> he's going. That's <laughs> NFC. In the they take three. I believe they take three tight ends in each conference. So you got Evan Engram. He's having a really good year. But who else is – But I no. think Engram and Njoku are neck and neck for the second best tight end in the AFC right now behind Travis Kelsey. Who else is there in the AFC? Evan Ingram, you said? No, I said Ingram. Um, um, There's, I mean, I don't, I don't see it. How is Dalton Schultz doing? He's doing decent. He's okay. I got him on, I got him on the fantasy team, but, but I don't think I don't he's doing think he better got, than Njoku. What no, about – I don't think he got the targets. Well, I ain't heard from Pat Fryermuth this yeah, year. Yeah, Fryermuth done nothing. The, the kid Dalton Kincaid's been okay in Buffalo, but Decent. he's not been consistent. I, yeah, you're right. I, I he's gonna make the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I think he's got a great shot to make the Pro Bowl. Hot, what about Hunter Henry? I mean, he's on a terrible team. So what? He's not guys, having a great how year. How many guys he got? I don't know. Let me see. Well, I, yesterday I had the list. Let me let me see if I I still have it here. Of uh, 
pass-catching tight ends. Hunter Henry has 419 yards, six touchdowns. The joke he just got 700. Got 700, bro. He going there. <laughs> and, 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 and he about to get spoon-fed the next three games. He going. They spoon-fed right. him. I mean, I think David Njoku has an excellent shot to finish with 900 yards. I, 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 I don't think he's going to get to 1,000, but I think he can get to 900, he, yeah, David which for Njoku, a tight end is pretty huge. Nine, I think he gets about – he might be a mid-900s. Yeah. And, you know, you look at what Joe Flacco – like, it's funny how quarterbacks work. It's just like they find a guy, right? And they're like, listen, P.J. Walker is going to throw the ball to Amari Cooper regardless. <laughs> like, DTR didn't really have a person like he was throwing the rock to. Deshaun yeah. Watson really didn't establish a, a particular guy. Yeah. But it's, it's clear that David Njoku is the guy that, uh, that you know, he feels the best throwing the ball to. He had 14 targets, I lot. think, this past game. That's a lot of targets. Yeah, That's a crazy Schultz number only for got, tight end. Schultz got 513 with five touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, what is – and the Joku only has three or four touchdowns, I think. I thought he had five. Oh, does he have five Joku now? Joku got five touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Seven he's, that's right. He's got three in the last oh, two yeah. weeks. Oh, yeah. He's all in. I think he's, he's definitely he's, he's in. in. To me, he's <laughs> the second tight end. I put him just ahead of Ingram for me. He had 14 targets, 10 catches, 104 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, that is just, you know, you don't, you don't see a lot of wide tight ends not named <laughs> Travis Kelsey putting up numbers like that. Now, this is tough. I'm still um, I wanted to question Amari yeah. Cooper. Yeah, he's going. But if you look at the AFC, there's a lot of receivers in the AFC. Yeah. Is Amari Cooper close to 1,000 yet? He, he doesn't is, have very many Yeah, no, he's either. got like 980-something, I think. Amari he, Cooper has 985, three touchdowns. Yeah, he's not getting to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would, he would have to get about 300 more yards and about three or four more touchdowns for him being considered. Yeah, no, he he he's not going to – I don't think there's anybody else on the offense. Anybody yeah. want to make a case for Teller as the only healthy offensive lineman? I mean, it's, I hard, think, I it's think so th- hard to compare. I don't I know, think, who, you I, know. I would give – I would, I would t- say Wyatt Teller should be in the Pro Bowl. I mean, he's lasted the longest out of anybody. He started all these games. He was injury-prone the last couple of years. I think he's played well. I, I would I would argue that Teller should be in there. All right. I mean, again, with guards and offensive linemen, it's you know I'm not paying attention to offensive linemen yeah, on other teams outside of the Browns and Bengals, so I, I don't you know know, but I know he's he's done well. Yeah. He's he's been the rock in that offensive line when everybody else is hurt. All right. I think that's it. Right. We got no other case for anybody else on yeah, offense. Yeah. Do we get Joe Flacco to the Pro Bowl? No. no. <laughs> Joey Flacco. David <laughs> in. Didn't they put what's the name in there? The dude from the Ravens yeah. last year. Uh, their backup quarterback. Can't think of his name. What's, what's his, his name? name? Uh, what's the guy from? Oh, Houston? Huntley. Yeah, yeah. Huntley. that was him. a joke. Yeah, I mean, that was funny because like a lot of the quarterbacks end up not going to the Pro Bowl. So maybe Flacco will go. That would be pretty funny. That's he could crazy. be like you know. I mean, if he I plays Huntley, great the final six games, you never Huntley know. Huntley was the third reserve that they called in for that because everybody kept saying yeah. No, I mean, it was like that. Huntley should have never gone. I don't. He, he should have been the last choice. But anyway, okay, now, guys, let's move to the defensive side of the ball. We'll save JOK for last because we want to do a deeper dive into him. But on defense, there's certainly more than one guy with a legitimate case. Let's start on the defensive line where, obviously, Miles Garrett is a lock. Yeah. Right? That's, there's <laughs> that's no a, that's a joke. Don't even that Miles that. Garrett is going to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that, that. Uh, well, you know what? Hopefully, I, actually, I shouldn't say that he's going to the – well, uh, yeah, let's hope none of the Browns go to the Pro Bowl. So that means they're in the Super Bowl. That's right, right? <laughs> yeah, I like that. I was like, yeah. But get the nod for the Pro yeah. Bowl. So, Miles Garrett's a lock. Anybody else on the defensive line deserve consideration? How about, what does Dalvin Tomlinson's numbers look? I think he had another sack last game, didn't he? He did. Uh, he's been up and down. He's, he's, he played really well this past middle, middle of the year, he was cooking. 
He was cooking middle of the year. Three sacks. You know, I mean, in terms of if you if you're looking for, you know, PFF grades, just a, a Maurice Hurst Tomlinson. actually is the highest PFF grade of any of the Browns D tackles. That's crazy. Dalvin Tomlinson got 27 tackles, three yeah. sacks, and four TFLs. Yeah, he's not nah. going to the Pro Bowl. Nah. You got you got um, a Quinn and Williams of the Jets. Oh yeah, stop playing. Uh, well, oh, was, yeah, nah, yeah, I was no, going to nah. say DJ Reader, but he's yeah. out for the year now, so he's not going to go. So, but he would have. He, he going to get denied, but uh, some alternate is going. DeForest in. Buckner. Defoe. Yeah. He's probably going. I've wanted, I've wanted him on my team for years. That's but my boy. I mean, Dalvin Tomlinson's probably a top 10 defensive tackle in the AFC. For Yeah, for what we do. I you mean, know, like, I mean, he's, he's good. He's good, yeah. but he's probably not a pro bowler. Right. All right. Uh, no other linebackers besides Joe Cahill we'll get to at the end. Now, let's dive in. Or, or is there some other linebacker? Probably not that deserves consideration. Uh, let's go to def- the defensive backfield. Now, MJ Emerson. Emerson yep. ahead of Ward or yep. both? Uh, Emerson got four picks. Em- Emerson. <laughs> that, this, this is the year they're going to get. Emerson might be an all-pro. Emerson got If more. it went for, oh, now hold on. Let me see. See, I think Denzel's all, been better. For all-pro? How many did they pick? You know what? So, all for two. For it's the whole league. One on each side. First team got two. Second team got two. So, top four. Okay. So, if we look no, at No, all pro is just, there's no AFC, NFC. No, no, no. It's two for each. No. Left, right, corner. So, they got oh, two, two. And then two, two backups. Yeah. So, okay. So, they, so they got the dude for the, for, the, uh, for the Ravens who got all them picks. Geno Stone? Yeah. All them picks. Isn't he a safety? I don't know. Well, you got the guy from the Cowboys. Cowboys who got all them picks. Um, yeah. The, the kid on the Seahawks, Devin Witherspoon. Yeah. Ward from the Saints. Yep. Um, this kid, that kid they played against this week, Jalen Johnson. The Bears. Yeah. Ooh. It's, be it's tough. tough. It's, it's tough. tough. It's tough. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think Denzel Ward and Emerson both have a case for Pro Bowl. Yeah. yeah. I personally would, if I had to choose, would take Ward. I think Ward, I know Emerson's got more picks. I think Ward's the more impactful player. Like he, I think teams are more concerned about Ward than they are Emerson. That's how I see it. I, I, I'm not quite a lot, but I, what I would say is, is it, MJ Emerson pretty much don't really get targeted. When he does, he make them pay. So it's like, it's, how many times has they actually thrown? He wasn't. It? He had a couple of missteps when Ward was out. He got beat a couple. He times. the reason that they won against Jacksonville. He had two he, picks. He, he would, and yes, he had, but the week he, had he had a couple of crazy knockdowns. Couple. Of I ain't picks. saying he's better, than Ward. better than Ward. No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is Ward's missed games, so that's gonna uh, mess that's up. True. That's, that's gonna mess up the point. Pro Bowl that's every time point. he's playing every get, game. They're not getting the safety in the Pro Bowl because they both missed time. Yeah, Dale Dale Pitt would have probably got the. So nine. okay, so. So Najoku, I think we agree now, is probably a Pro Bowler. Obviously, Miles Garrett. Uh, they'll get. I think they'll get one, one of the two. They'll corners. get one corner. Yeah. One corner. So that that's that's three guys in a Pro Bowl. How many Next, games did Denzel miss? Three. Uh, he, missed, he missed three, and then he barely played this one. Yeah, and he wasn't as effective. That's obviously. what I'm saying. So didn't you're he, right. That's, that's a good point. That's didn't a good he, point. Yeah, yeah. Did he I miss more than that? No, it's, it was three. I think before that's he what got, he bought, that's about what he missed every year. It's about a good three. point. I think before Ward got hurt, he oh, he was, was a lock. He Emerson. was a lock. And now maybe Emerson passes him. Uh, yeah. Okay. Another guy, Dustin Hopkins. Special teams. He should. Yeah, he making it. He should. Is he, he getting in over? He, like, do they he, only take one kicker? He should conference? be. They should have him in the conversation. He's not, for better, all he's pro. not better than Tucker. 
The only kicker that's been better than him is the guy with the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't think he's missed a single field goal, has he? Unless it, I didn't see this week if he missed one. Bring that up, Anthony, if you could. The, the oh, One of you guys. It, uh, the, the Cowboys kicker, I don't think he's missed a single field goal. But he's in the NFC. He had, and we play close games every week. And he's playing in Dallas. <laughs> right. A lot better <laughs> weather there. We, we play in But Cleveland. it don't matter anyway because right. for Pro Bowl, now for all pro, then it matters. Yeah, yeah. For Pro Bowl, they might be the kickers. I don't know. But I, outside <laughs> of Justin Tucker, Evan McPherson's had a good season. Uh, go ahead. Dallas has not missed. He has a 100% field goal rate. That's right now. crazy. And well, he's got a 93.0 for extra points. First team all pro is him. We, we, he has 133 points. We argue for a second we'll team see, all pro right but, now. But wait a second. There's still Bro- three more games. What about broadcast? Borges? Yeah, Borges. Yeah, I don't know. A punter, I'm just I, – I, he's good. Didn't he have, like, the longest net? He, kicked, he, he does. He kicked some – there's, there's other punters who are better at, like, spinning it back. Yeah. So I, I, it's hard to say, man, but man. he's in the. Listen, it's nice that the Browns have this many players worth talking about that are that, at least in the conversation. Ain't that crazy? And and what's funny is a lot of the players you thought before the season could be Pro Bowlers are out of consideration because they either, in some cases, didn't have great seasons, but in most cases, it's because they're hurt. Just didn't play at all. Right. Has Evan McPherson ever been a All Pro? No, because it's always Tucker. Yeah, you're right. But it's still, it ain't a first team and a second team. I, I think it's only know. one for kickers. I can't remember. Really? I think oh, it's only one. Man, for I mean, that's McPherson, McPherson's it's always, rookie year. It's usually a first team and a second team. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Can y'all check on that? Do they get more than one? I'm for sure, all pro. I'm for sure all pro, do. for kickers. It's a, it has but to all be these guys team. are having tremendous. Now, the, the last guy we got to talk about is JOK. Um, JOK, this is the most remarkable story. Because, like, the other guys, I mean, Denzel Ward's always been a good player. Dang. I know. I said the same thing when I said. you don't boy, understand. Boy, I mean, 18 TFL. You know, Emerson ridiculous. was good as soon as he came into the league. The Hop- Hopkins being as good as he is is a surprise, but he's a kicker, so we don't, you know, you can't get that worked up about it. David Njoku obviously is having his best season. But David Njoku was at least a solid player, and now he's taking it up another level. Well, two levels, maybe. JOK, there were a couple games last year. He was inactive, a healthy scratch. Yeah. Think about that. He was bad. That man he looked like he had no instincts. The <laughs> greatest linebacker in the last 30 years in the, for the Browns, Dequell Jackson, said to us, they should cut this guy. You got that? I'm about to say, I we, think we, we got the clip. We got that clip. Let's play that clip, guys. If I were that coach and what I watched on film, he's not a linebacker. He's definitely not. a He doesn't have the fundamentals to play linebacker. It's just not. And the places he was put in on, on, he was playing Sam at one position. And I don't think he's the, he's got the skill set. He's got the, the athletic ability, but he doesn't have the discipline to play linebacker right now. So I would look at, I would look at playing him on third downs Bring him in to guard tight ends. Let him be the man-to-man, the cover linebacker with the title linebacker. Because I, I just don't think – I think from that position, you got to look at some of these free agents that are out here and bring a guy in that when a coach says, these are the things we need to do to be successful, you actually have a guy leading by example doing those things. I think when you look at this group, when you look at JOK – he did. He he's not. He doesn't play well with his hands. He gets lost in space. Uh, he doesn't. He he plays 
too hesitant. And that's one of the things that Jim talked about on his pressers. Like, you want guys to play fast. And when you play fast, that means you're prepared, you're comfortable with your your fundamentals, everything leading up to the diagnosis of a play. And I, I don't think JOK has that right now. If I were that... So, I mean, think about this. Like, Dequell, the, the man knows the position. He was a great player. He's a great guy. He didn't come on here week in and week out torching other players. No, he was... At all. Like, not at all. And he was like, this guy can't play. And for him to turn it around to go from being an unplayable player last year to maybe... And again, I, I it's hard to say because I'm not sure how many great linebackers there are in the AFC... But the fact that we're having a conversation about him being a pro bowler, Tyvis, is stunning compared to where he was last year. Well, I mean, it's, it's obvious what happened. There's one key thing that happened from this year and last He's year. He's juicing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. He changed his number from 28 to 6. Everybody <laughs> knew like, like you can't play linebacker. But that 28 <laughs> was a nasty work. It was not. But, yeah. I, but I tell you what really happened, though. I'm a, I went back and looked at it a little bit, and I'm like, man, this dude is playing different. I watched uh, I watched an interview where he talks about some of the different things he's doing, yeah. like with his body, like being able to be on the field. He's cut a lot of stuff out of his diet. He's a very, like, spiritual type dude so he's really you know dedicated himself to doing certain things but one thing that that i don't think a lot of people understand is last april um and this kind of it was crazy it got swept under the rug a little bit um jok's brother died in a house fire um and that was this is on april 7th 2022 so um you know his you know, his joshua Emanuel wusukormo was found dead in a home in Hampton, Virginia. And this report states that there was a fire at the house, but the Hampton police are opening a homicide investigation to his mm. death. So, Jeez. you know, he lost his brother and, and not a lot of, it kind of was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, go. he was injured a lot. He was hurt. Then you lose your brother. And, and tragically like that, that just goes to show you for me when, when DeQuell says he don't have the instincts. I just don't think he was all there. I don't think he was locked in like that. But I mean, that, that uh, obviously, that's a big part of it. But also, you got to look at what else this front office did. I mean, that D-line was getting blowed up oh, last yeah. year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's hard oh, yeah. to play oh, linebacker yeah. when you got your defensive tackles in your lap, which I kept saying last year. Yeah. Yep. Like, you can't really tell because by the time you diagnose the play, you got to dodge your own dude and try to get past a guard. Right. So it, it was hard. Obviously, they fixed that this year. Having Jim Schwartz in there really simplified a lot of things. Like, bro, you yeah. see this? Go. And that man is a Right. It's like a trigger. He gone. And, and, you know, if you look at the tackles, and they, you guys put up the stats there. That's great. I mean, the tackles are really good. Now, he had his tackle numbers weren't bad last year when he played. I mean, he missed some time, and he still had 70 tackles through 15 games. But he made, last year, he didn't make any impact plays. I mean, I'm yeah. even shocked he had seven tackles for a loss because I felt like he never made a big game. He had two forced fumbles. Yeah, that's right. You know how <laughs> His numbers is down this year. Tackles <laughs> for losses – you know how that means. Look, watch this. This is impressive. Yeah. So he had three and a half sacks. Those sacks count as tackle for loss. So if you take those out of the equation, yeah. he still has 14 or 15 tackles for loss Double in the run game yeah. by itself. That's, That's crazy. And five pressures. Right. And still you have 84 tackles. So to me, um, some may argue, I argue that he's having a better year than Miles Garrett. 
That's a bold take. I was stuck speechless. Who could say anything? Who could say nothing? Mannequin challenge. You are out of pocket. He was trying to think. Let's not get crazy. He was trying to think. Hold on. Is he crazy? But Bull was waiting on the laugh. His analytical joint was like, hold on. Let me go. Calculate. Get up out of here. You know, obviously, Miles hasn't been quite as good the last couple of weeks. Although, I thought he played a better game this week. But Miles Garrett, I mean. That's absurd to say. What? Oh, his numbers? His numbers are. He got 18 TFL. His numbers is. Miles Garrett has 13 sacks. (laughs) But I get that. But you you ain't going as a linebacker who's in coverage. Yeah, that's true. You're not that. For a linebacker in coverage to have 18 TFLs is ridiculous. Well, guess what? Guess what? He don't have you don't got to cover that long when you got a guy with you know, 13 sacks. You know, I don't think the sacks count <laughs> towards the tackles for loss. Really? I don't think so because that they must not. I'm not sure. They must not because Here's why? Cuz look put up Miles Garrett's stats Cause, again. Cuz he wouldn't have a half a TFL. Well, right. No. Kind I mean, of. two guys could, could You don't get, get half. You don't get half. I don't TFL. think that's just sacks I thought. There's no way he only has one Running back tackle for a loss. That's right. You might be right. Oh, so he has tw- a second. Hey, if you include hey, the sacks, hey, he has twenty-seven tackles. Bad. So you don't yeah. Sorry. Hey, apologize. Get the camera <laughs> on him. Get, get the, the camera. camera on him. Camera one. <laughs> camera three. Hey, listen, man. That was on your boy, man. You know what I'm saying? It's snowing outside. Miles Garrett, I'm sorry, big dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at it like this, man. Like, listen, you hit me up. We gonna, yeah. we still can hang out and stuff like that, yeah. man. Maybe on, a, on another day. But yeah, I, I didn't know you had 100 tackles for loss and 35 sacks. I got it. The Never. word on the street is that G has always been Miles Garrett's favorite sports talk guy in Cleveland, and I was number two. And yeah. I think. We flip flop now. I have finally taken the top yes. spot. Yes, yeah, because I, you got crazy. I might, I got blocked. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> like because that didn't make no sense. I'm like, but I just saw Miles Garrett get a TFL last game. <laughs> yeah, right. Like on a running back, on a play. I was like, yeah, you're yeah. right. That's still impressive. That's impressive. No, listen, JOK's having a magnificent season. Yes, he is. And he deserves all the credit. And maybe he's going to make a Pro Bowl. He's having. He's he's you know been the second or third best player on the Browns defense this year mm-hmm. and none of us could have guessed that coming into the season I mean no way yeah. he's he's one of the reasons <laughs> they play that fast I mean when you see the Browns play at home it's almost like they're, they're playing at a different speed than the rest of these people like they fly around and it's just spooky I don't understand it and he's one of those dudes that just flies around he got the sack last week and, and it's weird because I listened to uh, who was saying this. I think it's Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Sims, Phil Sims uh, kid. Yeah. Uh, and he was saying, you know what I like about the Browns? He said, I love watching them. They're a guilty pleasure, pleasure because certain defenses will just give you something. They'll say, okay, we're going to give you that three in the flat. Yeah. We're just going to rally up. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns are like, no, we're not giving you three. We think we can get you for a three-yard loss. Every play. Yeah. And they go for it every play. And I, I have never seen that in my life, and he's right. I just want to know what his his preparation, his game preparation, JOK, has been it's been phenomenal. Like some of the plays, as you know, we do Coach Tyvis on Friday with McNuggets, mm-hmm. and some of the plays when we broke his film down, I looked at it, I'm just like, he it's like he knew before the ball was even snapped what was going on. And it's like last year, I don't think he, like I said, it was a lot going on. Like I said, when you got the D line in your lap, it's hard to do these type of things. But mm. this year it's like, it's no 
no hesitation or nothing. He knows and he shoots his shot. I mean, the way that, you know, like DeQuell, like I'm with DeQuell on this. As a linebacker, I think you got to play with your hands. I think you got to be able to use your hands to get off blocks. As I got older in my career, <laughs> four years into the league, I, I started <laughs> playing with my hands more because I realized like I'm my length is long, yeah. so I can boom and move people out the way. Well, with him, I don't. He this kid's like two twenty. He brought around. Yeah, he like like two twenty. I weigh more than this guy right now. <laughs> right, and, and he be he yeah. throw his shoulder in the guards. Yeah. He dip under these dudes. It's it's really remarkable. If you yeah. actually take the time to watch JOK over the course of a game, some of the stuff that he do is like freaky, man. The dude the dude is a quite the athlete. That's why he's making these plays. By the way, Steve Becker, our executive producer, is saying that a tackle for a loss. The sack does count as a tackle for a loss, but that doesn't make any sense. Uh, so that's hands up my bad making the graphic, actually. Yeah. Because he has two half a sacks, which would combine him for 14 sacks, 14 tackles for a loss. So that's on me for making the graphic. Or I have but that doesn't make any wrong. sense. How would he only have 14 tackles? How would he's he's hit running backs in the back? I field. just saw him hit a running back. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Wait, oh, I mean, if I'm counting everything from football reference correctly here, he yeah. does have 14 right, tackles we'll have to, for a we'll loss. Have to double so we'll have to look into this that. out. But let's switch gears here, Anthony. Before we do, uh, you got something to tell us? Yeah, I just want to promo here that we do a Browns postgame show every Sunday at the two-minute warning, guys. It's usually me and Mike reacting to the game for the first two minutes as G and Earl watch the game so they can comment on it. After that, I drop off, and you guys get the real hardcore analysis from Mikey McNuggets, G, and Earl. Two-minute warning. Check us out. We'll be live even though it's Christmas Eve. We are doing a postgame show this Sunday. So check us out Sunday, two-minute warning from the Houston game. Next up, guys, our offensive line is taking a beating mm. and it's showing in our run game what can we do to help this yeah we talked about this a little last week guys we talked about and you were here Tyvis and yeah. obviously you were here G and we talked a couple of names we mentioned Lyle Collins uh Taylor Luan now mm -hmm. you know you wonder if the Browns have you know looked into those guys and maybe they just you know Taylor Luan's lost some weight maybe he may not even be able to play anymore he's doing some media stuff I thought Lyle Collins wanted to play I know two months ago he was cleared I, you know, maybe they just don't think he's any good. Um, but look, I, I did I did see that the Browns, uh, I can't remember the name of the player, but there was a defensive tackle. Oh, it was like Turner or Trey. T, 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 yeah. I, he, somebody he got, claimed He got it. picked up by the Texans on waivers. Yeah. But I saw that the Browns and Bengals both put in claims for him. So it's not like the Browns are sitting on their hands. They saw something in this defensive tackle he, they thought he could help him. They didn't get him because the Texans have a worse record, so the Texans had first crack at him. But uh, it shows you that the Browns are not – Andrew Berry's still working here. Yeah. Uh, guys, what, what do we think? G, start with you. Uh, would you like to see them go out and get a veteran offensive lineman, or do you think that ship has sailed at this point? Um, it all depends on how – the guy that they bring in would probably have to be pretty smart. Um, because I think, you know, Hudson was already in the mix. Christian has been here for how long? For like, like two months now. Two months now. Yeah. So they probably figured he was going to be out of out of loop. And when they got him, they were figuring that they was going to be able to get Dewan Jones back anyway. So they're like, listen, we're going to get you up to speed, ramp you up over a long period of time. But now you got to think it's three weeks left in the season. Can you get a guy who hasn't been practicing, hasn't been playing? Yeah, it's tough. Can you get him get him in? Can you ramp up and <laughs> get him in the playbook? And are you worried about injuries with that? And then, you know, I, I look at Bill Callahan, he might be like, look, if we was really excited or if we really wanted to do something, 
they can still move her guys like Luke Whipler around. Like if they wanted to move, he got to play center. He's gonna yeah. play center now, right? So they they got Leatherwood. Or I don't know. They, they got a lot of guys on on uh, yeah. on on, on a uh, practice squad. But for me, where this really comes down to is, as you can see, I, I made that declaration. I listen. I'm not going. I'm no longer on the on the on the play to place to fit. I'm not. I, I said it in the barbershop yesterday. I said I'm no longer looking at play to play, down to down play calls because at this point the Browns are going to have to employ some sort of smoking mirrors. They don't have <laughs> the guys up front to run the ball consistently. They don't. It, it's too much to ask for four guys who are relatively second or third stringers to hold up to like run the football against these playoff teams. So the Browns are going to have to do some smoke and mirrors. That's trick plays, whatever trick play he want to run, whatever it is, what it is. If it work, it work, it don't, it don't. And especially with the run game. Right now, to be truthful, it, it's hard to get these guys a pass pro, but they're going to have to do a lot of chipping, a lot of tight end stuff. And then if they want to throw the ball with Joe Flacco 100 times, he might end up with two picks. Three picks. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah, but that might be your best best way to win football games. So I'm off that. Tyvis, what say you? I th- you want to see a veteran ta- offensive lineman, or you, or you got? Hey, Bill Callahan's happy with this group. I'm happy with this group. I mean, that's fine, but you can't watch that game last week and tell me that you that everything is all good. No, no, like, it ain't J- all good. James Hudson was not great. No, he's, he's the he's, he's the not, biggest weak one. He's here. not good. Yeah, so he's I think. Not. I think if you're not going to address it by going out and signing one of these free agents, then the best, the second best option for you to do it is you have to go look at other teams' practice squads. And what you want to do is you want to find one of those teams that run a similar offensive style. So you need to look at the Rams with Sean McVay. You need to look at maybe the 49ers practice squad. Teams like that that run. So when you bring them in here, they're already used to the offense that you're right. running. You know? And they've been practicing. And they've been practicing, yeah. so you know they'll be in game shape and stuff like that. So I think you got to go. Good idea. You got to look on somebody else's practice squad yeah, and see who idea. they got hidden there. Maybe, you know, they took the rule away. Back when I was playing, if you had a certain amount of years, you couldn't be on practice squad. Now right. it don't matter. You could play it in the league 20 years. You can right. still be on practice squad. So J.C. Peters you, was on Exactly. Squad. So you might be able to find a guy there. I think that's the smart way to do it because then you don't have to worry about getting them in shape and you don't have to really worry about trying to get them ramped up on the playbook because they'll have a good grasp on it because you're getting it from a similar system offensively somewhere else. I think that's the way you have to address it. But if you don't want to do that, if you want to ride it out with what you got, you have to start running some some jailbreak screens with Elijah Moore, getting that ball on the edge, some bubble screens, getting that ball out on the edge that way, and trying to get some rushing yards that way because this offensive line they yeah. just don't provide the gaps that they need. Um, Pierre Strong, now you got to get the ball out in space. I think that's just yeah. the only way you're gonna be able to get this running game going. And as far as the passing game goes, it's gonna be a lot of chipping. David Njoku and and all the other tight ends, y'all better get on James Hudson's side and get ready to chip release every time yeah. and get in those grave digger positions. If y'all don't know what a grave digger position is, that's where they slightly behind the tackle in the two-point stance. They're there to, to provide max pro. You'll be happy to do that a lot where you'll have a three-man route, which sucks, but it'll give Joe Flacco the time he needs to get rid of the ball. And I feel like this is family feud. Good answer, good answer. <laughs> Survey says. That is a really ding, good ding, 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 that Thank really you. does make a lot more Wait, sense why, than the veteran they, uh, who's not been playing. I did, I did, I did play and, and do the it's NFL a good job for a couple of, of years. I, I appreciate I it. I wonder if the Browns are looking at practice squad players and saying, you know, if they're still on these other teams' practice squads with all the injuries, maybe they're not any better than our guys. Right. Maybe. 
There it is. There it is. That is. That's it, man. He probably got 97 jobs. That's crazy. I'm trying to be like him. Man. Welcome to the feud. I'm your man. <laughs> he does that every time. Does the low clap. <laughs> that low clap yeah. means let's go. Yeah. Bull's going to bring the mustache back. You know he's making huge dollars. I'll show him out how much we're hosting that show. Are you, he came, when he got to Miss, Miss America, I said, oh, gosh. They just. They Talk just, about when he messed it up. Yeah. You, you yeah, said yeah, the wrong person. You know, you know what's wrong with America. You know what's wrong with America. Y'all only choose. One of us every ten years. <laughs> like before, it was Omar Epps. Omar Epps was in everything. Then, then they had Chris Rock, and then all of a sudden, Steve Harvey came along. He didn't have about a twenty-year run right now, though. Twenty years. He's been on fire. He's yeah. got every job. Man. Shout out to him, man. So, what did you say? What's your answer? No, I, I think you, I, I was you the veteran, but I think what you say makes a lot of sense. I, I actually think that makes more sense than adding some of these veteran players who haven't practiced. I, I gotta think there's, you know. There's probably, what, 50 or 60 offensive linemen on practice squads around the league, somewhere around there, maybe more, maybe 70. I don't know. You've got to think there's one or two guys that could be better than James Hudson, I would think. I mean, they signed one. What's Leroy? What's his name? Leroy Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Travis just got a sticker. (laughs) Christian Leroy. What is his name? Wilson, I can't think of it. They, they signed somebody some on some, dude, off, I don't know. some tackle off a of practice line, got, like maybe four weeks ago. Do they got it? And I know they probably got one of these dudes in the NFL. Like we talk about getting some guys off practice squad. Yeah, these dudes probably be telling film dudes, "Hey, I want you to get me a film on every every tackle." Yeah, in the, in the league on practice squad. Yeah, and if you if you're smart, you could take your. If, so if, I've been on practice squad, so I know a thing or two. If you say say you on practice squad, right, and you feel like maybe I'm not gonna get a chance to get promoted on this team, what you gotta do is you gotta take some of your practice film, send it to your agent, and your agent can kind of ship it around, and then that'll have he can show it to other teams, and they'll be like, oh, we can go sign that guy. That ain't like, encrypted. Uh, maybe. That, 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 uh, mm-hmm. Where are you getting these plays from? Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds like some Michigan stuff. <laughs> Let me give me that maybe. practice. It's film. not about the play. Hey, you just want. <laughs> you need to look at the player. Look at the player. And that, you know, the great <laughs> thing about the NFL is in the NFL, they don't care about stealing plays to a certain extent. They steal them all the time. Because all they're going to do is look at it and say, Stop. Oh, I like that play. Let me yeah. go do that yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, By yeah, the way, the Rams, it. just to look at it, because you mentioned the Rams, I don't know any of the names, but they have four, four offensive linemen on their practice squad. Now, I don't know who's a guard, who's a tackle. I've never heard of the four guys. But you got to think, if there's four guys on the Rams, let's say there's an average of three and a half offensive linemen per practice squad. Now, well, mm-hmm. that's over 100 offensive linemen on practice squad. That's so, a, that's a crazy. it's got to be somebody out there, yeah. you would think. And that's somebody's job. Give me three. I don't need tape on all of them. I mean, yeah. Get, that sucks. Andrew Berry <laughs> spent the last, last few days watching 100 players on practice squad's film. They got to figure something out. All right, Anthony. It's time to – every week we do a game with PFF grades to try to figure out if we can figure out what the hell their grades are all about. So, oh, well, what do we got this yeah, week? Yeah, before we get into it, guys, I do just want to remind you, Mikey McNuggets might be on vacation, but don't worry. Earl and I are still holding it down, and we are going to do behind the glass this week. Should be oh, tomorrow oh. at 7, maybe 6. The graphic will always say 7 because okay. I'm not going to change it. But – be, to, be sure to tune in to Behind the Glass. It'll be Earl and I, and we might bring on a guest this week. So Who's your guest going to be? Uh, Director Steve? We're kicking around a couple ideas. Might be you, Bull, so be on the ready. How about you and G pull up? Yeah, if you and G want to come hang out with us. Well, we were guests last week because it was in the, the – uh, Was I guest last week? We might finally interview Steve Becker. Yeah, 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 we was there, yeah, yeah. 
not casino. But what, you know. what if you get Steve Becker and take his takes? <laughs> yeah. Go blue, I guess. <laughs> whoa, should, whoa. Should put yeah. Steve on Never there. say always, that again. He, he he keeps us busy with his 8,000 texts every show, you know? <laughs> it's true. So, we'll I mean, he has a lot to say. We'll get a guest <laughs> set up for tomorrow. Ask, him, ask Steve what's going on with his Eagles. That's what you need to ask. Yeah, the Eagles, man. <laughs> Three losses Eagles in a row. A disaster right now. They ain't got no running game. Can't be out here what, DeAndre Swift? No. They'll be giving them, give them the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I know because I got them on fantasy. Two of my fantasy teams. Mm. He's been terrible like six games in a row. Yeah, that's true. All, All right, right, guys. So time, what's today's PFF game? There, today everybody? we're doing a very simple over and under because I'm not as creative as Mike when I come up with these games. <laughs> and our first one is JOK. Was he over under 82.5? Mm. 82 kind of high. I was thinking the same thing. 82 kind of high. You know, the PFF. Now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go under. Under at 81. You got under from Tyvis, under from G. Over. Bulls taking the over. All right, Steve, we Try can take it. It was shockingly 64.9, even though I thought he had a really That's good game. That's what you get. <laughs> Trying to get one up. You can't get this. inside Anthony's head. You can't get inside the BFF's head. got wacky things going on inside of his head. It's true. Yeah, All right, see? so next up, we got Jerome Ford. Was he over under a 58 and a half? I thought he sucked. That that means PFF will have him with an eighty. <laughs> that, that that's that's low low. Like y'all yeah, he's going, it, it's probably over. I've okay, already figured it out. It's probably over. Tyvis says over. Under. I'm saying under. G, G with the over. Well, I'll tell you, two of you are correct. Sorry, it's over. He actually had a sixty-eight point four. I knew it. Uh, which, looking at the running stats from that game, no blew my mind. Hey, you see Pierre Not Strong got, got the rock. Pierre Strong got the rocket, and they caught it back. Yeah. He had a one, nice play nice there, play. too. Yeah, they did. Go ahead. Yeah. All right, that. next up, Dalvin Tomlinson. Was he over or under an 83 and a half? I thought he played pretty good this game. Did he have a TFL? He got a sack, too. Oh, he had a sack? But he didn't have all that 83 high. See, if I'm wrong about this one, I'm officially saying Anthony screwed up this game, and I'll tell you Bulls why. Bulls going over? Tyvis is going over. G is going under. Sorry, G, you were wrong. It was over. Uh, what? Woo! That kind of lines up with how I thought he played. I thought he played well, too. 90 I, is crazy. 91, ridiculous. Yeah, that's, I did, that's 91 is, level right there. I, I would have said like 86, 87. But yeah. Him and JOK were at the top of the box score, I think, with six tackles each, if I remember off the top of my Dalvin head. Thompson's playing his butt off. Next up, Marquise Goodwin. Was he over under 75 and a half? He ran one play, right? <laughs> he had a half. even on the field? Matter anymore? of fact, they told him to go in, in the middle of the play. He just came off the sideline and finished okay. him out. So if he was in for one play and he caught that bomb right there, he should be a 99. So, oh, I asked my he didn't dad. didn't have this, time to make a mistake. Yeah. Can I ask y'all this question? I asked my dad this question and he was like annoyed at it. And, and I know it's probably off the beaten trail. Yeah. Say, for instance, there's no time on the clock. You throw an interception. Yeah. It's about to be a pick six. Other team has it. No time left on the clock. It's going to be a pick six. He gets to half field. No one's there. And a coach jumps off the sideline and tackles him. <laughs> I don't know what they would do. No time on the clock. He tackles him. I think that would probably be a touchdown. In the, There's that, no that, way he was going to get tackled. It's nobody around. Yeah, that would. But, but here's the thing. They've never given a free touchdown away, ever. But that's never happened, has it? No. 
Didn't Mike Didn't Tomlin, Mike Tomlin do that? Yeah, he, no, no, no. like, was back but, but, but if it's, like, if this, it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> you throw a pick six. You about to, the time is out. All of a sudden, he's running down the sideline. Coach comes out and tackles him. He's down. <laughs> no time on the clock. That would be the greatest thing ever. Well, what they, they will probably. You'd have to give it, make it a touchdown. Yeah, you'd probably make it you'd a touchdown. You'd have to. Or you give them a free play. And the coach would be kicked out of the league. You give them a free play from wherever they was at. But no. still, that's a Hail Mary from the 50-yard line. Yeah, no way. So I would just come to – yeah, I think that – I think you they have would, to coach. I think they would find <laughs> their organization. No, the coach would be – He done. Maybe kicked out of the yeah, league. He's done. I mean – They might try to jail him. <laughs> they might try to jail him. <laughs> For real, like – Can you imagine, like, the controversy after, like, talk, are you the talk about it? I'm just – I'm just saying. <laughs> I, man, I thought – somebody let me know if that's possible. Like – they would would they give him the touchdown? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could do that. Oh, my God. I'm I going mean, over. All right, here we go. I'm going to go over. I'm willing to take that risk. G's got over. <laughs> Tyvis, I can't see. What do you have? Under. All right, That's so Tyvis has under. Uh, I'm sorry, Tyvis. Yeah. You are incorrect. Marquise Goodwin, actually yeah. the highest rated player on offense with 87 points. Look, my boy. Hey, he was annoyed at you. That's my, that's my second favorite player on the Browns. Why are you asking that crazy? No, he was mad. He was mad as if the, the coach was real. Yeah. He's like, man, you can't do that, man. Where where where's he at? Where are you sitting at? We got he's never approaching again, man. I'm like, that ain't a real guy. So let me ask you this. Back to because this is sad that this yeah. this has taken over PFF. Yeah. Say the coach tackles him, right? Right. But nobody's around. Can the player then get up and continue to run? I think he could. So that's what I would do. But if but I was a player, I would get up and keep running. But in the heat of the moment, I'm thinking a player might want to just fight. Yeah. He's gonna, you just assaulted me <laughs> on the field of But play. you got to keep the bigger thing at hand. You I know can, you can fight him after right. I go How score? about if a fan came out of the stands and tackled the player? Well, they, they would jail him. <laughs> yeah. He's going to jail. <laughs> and I think they – it, it has, can somebody tell me in the chat, has anybody, has the league ever given a touchdown away based on? I don't know. I don't think it's I mean, possible. But I don't hey, think that's ever, you, nothing like that's ever happened. Could they tell the refs? <laughs> do, would they call for the league office and say that was a touchdown? Yeah, I think them. you'd have the to. The player would get up and run. That's what I would do. Dude, I, I mean, John, uh, Jim Harbaugh would probably do that. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. He's not afraid to change. You would be famous forever. Oh, my God. A player running out of the stands and tackling somebody, or a fan running out of the stands, is just an NBA game. But next, Martin Emerson. Over under, 72 and a half. Did you guys hear about this real quick? Did you guys hear there was a, I think it was in a college game, some guy, some teenager dressed up, was dressed up in like a LeBron game, yeah, and, they, and, and he just went out like yeah, into the game. Yeah, and his coach pulled him and, and they took he him to jail. dressed up in LeBron's yeah, like, sure jersey did. and shorts. I saw that on, I think I saw that on Twitter. He tried to check into the game. Yeah, he did. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, in did. the NBA? No, I think it was a college, college game. But he had LeBron's gear yeah, on. Yeah. Miami, like yeah, Miami. Miami 6 jersey. <laughs> white. It was all white. 
And he wasn't he wasn't on the it's, squad or nothing. No. Check in the game. <laughs> and his coach was like, hold on. The coach was like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Send the mark to the officers. Go take him. We got four more right, of these. Mike, all right, all right, real quick. Mike Martin Anthony, Emerson, go. 72 and a half. Yeah. Over under. Uh, He's trying to trick me. Over. We got under from Tyvis. Over, over. 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 Steve, when you're ready, 71.7, oh, just under. You a yes. Wow. Hey, Anthony, you a jerk for that. that I spent way Mike too Lucas. much time yeah, with that. Yeah, that was a Lucas special. Yes. All right, next. All right, next, we got Amari Cooper, over under 67 and a half. But he caught the football, though. I know it's under. I know it's under, but he should be over. I know it's under. We got over, over from Bull. Is that an over from Tyvis? Yes. Over from Tyvis, and then under. An over from G. I got you all this time. It is under with 65. I knew it. I knew it. Should, I knew. I knew it was. Went with it. Yeah, I, should, I knew it. Like, like he caught all the footballs. I don't know what happened. There. All right, guys. Miles Garrett over under 90 and a half. <laughs> listen, I'm listen. If I, I went under on him last time, pause. Um, <laughs> super. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a top five pause of all time. Over from G, it is. It is in fact over. 92.3. He was the highest rated defensive player. You wash your Behind Dalvin Tomlinson, or in front of Dalvin Tomlinson, 91. Last one. We got one more. All right, last one, guys. We got David Njoku, over under 80 and a half. Oh, Njoku been hot lately. Hey, hey, he need to stop. He need to stop instinctually jumping. He gonna get all right, we have over from Tyvis. <laughs> we have an over from Bull. Got an over from G. Got y'all again. Oh. He was under. Once Steve takes it, seventy-three point six. Oh, that was that's, that's, that's a legit move. I, that was a legit. I, I should have won. I had four. Right? Hey, somebody. I was hope. I hope you keep track of your own scores. I did not keep track. I did not. Of I did. Sorry I got four. It's not like true or false. I don't keep track. Yeah, true and false is the only one we really care about. All right, Mary Kay coming up. Yeah, we're still waiting for Mary Kay. So before Mary Kay comes on, I just want to remind everybody real quick that as the weather gets colder, the FanDuel stays hot. Right now, customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's absolutely no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. You guys can go visit FanDuel.com UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. They would probably jail. <laughs> what was that? Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.